Hello, and welcome to this episode of Artists in Depth. I'm Alan Powell, and together with my co-host Bill Key, we talk with guest artists and explore links between their creativity and their identity. No matter your choice of expression, Artists in Depth provides an opportunity for the listener to ask the same questions of themselves that are being asked of our guests and to reflect on their own identity through the work they've created. And without further ado, let's get on with our podcast. This episode of Artists in Depth is sponsored by Equity Showcase in Toronto, Canada, embracing all artists by developing, uniting, advocating, and empowering the arts community. Visit equityshowcase.ca to discover all their initiatives. This episode is also sponsored by ACES, supporting actors in developing characters for trauma-based narratives, prioritizing creativity and well-being. Take your craft to a new level. Visit ACES for Actors and book a free, no-obligation consultation. Our guest today is Tommy Janicic, a Slovenian theatre director and professor of theatre directing at the Academy of Theatre, Radio, Film and Television in Ljubljana, Slovenia. He is also a psychodrama psychotherapist. Tommy is one of the founders and the artistic director of the Studio for Research on the Art of Acting, which runs its activities mostly at Cruish Work Center for Artistic Research, Creation, Residency and Education in Cruish, Slovenia. Tommy is an internationally acclaimed expert in the field of acting, who has explored applications of psychodrama techniques to artistic and art pedagogical processes for many years. He has lectured and participated as an invited artist to more than 20 countries around Europe, as well as in Russia and USA. He has received almost 50 international prizes and awards for his artistic work. Spontaneity was the starting point for our discussion. That is, spontaneity as defined by the father of psychodrama, J.L. Moreno. Tommy also shared his perspective on how detachment is necessary in the creation of art. Uh, Bill and I, just before we, uh, you came on, we were talking about spontaneity, and Bill was talking about being, in, he's in a, a jazz uh, band and this band that is going is now going to be playing uh, uh, live somewhere uh, gig and they don't prepare they don't rehearse they just go and they do it and Bill was talking about the spontaneity that eventually occurs once the anxiety levels go down and everybody gets on the same page and then they go somewhere this is a, a band of musicians who are all experienced though perhaps not professional musicians and the only thing that we commonly agree on and, and that is only agreed on by the first person playing the first note is the key alan and i were discussing the qualities of improv improvising in a theater group that match that you know and also that emotionally and psychologically the 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 <laughs> put it bluntly the blind terror of walking onto stage onto a stage determined to confidently make a sound that will make people dance or will make people have feelings and yet not knowing how you're going to do that. What comes to my mind is uh, that uh, the spontaneity that you, you mentioned is very much, in my view, connected to the capacity of uh, being detached, of being outside, of having uh, an overview. Actually, when we are also in life somehow, when we are when we are let's say in 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 the in the washing machine somehow or in the, how do you call it in the uh, so hustle and bustle? 
yeah when we are attached to stuff when we are uh, when we are involved too much when we, we uh, actually we can't be spontaneous because we are you know we, we, we can be impulsive we can, but actually we are struggling so in in psychodrama the the new response uh, is generated uh, many times when there is this capacity to to step outside to see it from the outside it becomes so obvious and and you see this this fresh wave uh, this uh, this this new the new new fresh point of view a new perspective and a new response somehow so this i'm i'm mentioning this just because in acting schools in that there's so much talk about somehow involvement there's so much talk about uh, need to be involved to be uh, affected and so on is stressed so much and uh, and not and on the other hand the the need to 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 detach the capacity to be outside to have an overview to understand is uh, sometimes understood as a as an op uh, on a position somehow but in my view it is not it is actually uh, where uh, it's a source of spontaneity. So, so, so understanding goes together with spontaneity, in my view, and uh, and the impulse comes from the outside, not from not necessarily from the inside. So it's 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 a really uh, a huge somehow topic. Uh, it's a uh, there's much to say about this. Yeah. There's something that you you, you said, and I, I just I have the benefit of knowing more about psychodrama. And I'm wondering when you're talking about um, uh, or disconnecting and seeing things from the outside, I know the way I was trained, it was about belief systems and understanding what you believe and disconnecting from that belief. And what you're talking about uh, is basically mirroring or stepping outside yourself that there is this jolt that goes through you and you go, oh my God, what have I been doing all this time? Because you're seeing yourself in action and therefore you have an opportunity to make a new decision, a new response. Um, so when you talk about that disconnection, uh, when you're talking about actors, um, is it in relation to what they believe or is it about, like, can you just say a little bit more about that disconnection because when you first said it i thought well wait a minute i, I don't want to disconnect and not be um you know i, I want to have my emotions intact i want I, like what am i disconnecting yeah. from yeah you see you're using the term disconnecting which i didn't use because it's not disconnecting and this is so the the distance the detachment detachment is, yeah is is many times it's it's uh, uh, understood as disconnecting but actually it's not it has to do also with the different theatrical approach, approaches. So it has to do also with misunderstandings around uh, around Brecht, for example, uh, because uh, it is, uh, his approach is then is uh, is understood as something cold or something unemotional, something that he hasn't uh, talked about at all. He talked about the capacity of having a distance. This means having a relation. The capacity of having a relation. You cannot have a relation and you cannot create a relation actually if you if you are not capable of 
distancing of detaching so distance doesn't mean that uh, that you are then indifferent it's just the opposite it's the the, the relation is, is much more um, clear specific articulated and in fact the distance has to do with the capacity of articulating stuff of structuring of composing of uh, of understanding but this is not it doesn't mean being unemotional so it's some something uh, sometimes i compare this to uh, we we sometimes we get the distance uh, with time yeah we, we through time you know we we see stuff uh, we see stuff with uh, in a in a different view or or ge geographically moving you know when you spend uh, a few months abroad you start to perceive and to see mm. your old life or something or or society or community or i don't know yeah. uh, or your I, work in a in a different uh, view i i um uh you use the word distancing and i and i'm thinking ob uh, objectivity having objectivity gives having having distance gives me objectivity that is that similar yeah it, it uh it uh it yeah it's a bro broader view you say broader it, it kind yeah. of sounds to me like what you're talking about is being able to step back and see see what's occurring as a whole not yes. your own part in it or not even your own part in direct relation to one or two other but to step back and and see the the piece or the the yeah. event as a as a whole yeah and this and in this point actually if you uh, the arts and uh, psychotherapy have something in common yeah this procedure if you could say it uh, it has something to do in in psychotherapy uh, jung used to use the term amplification so that something what is going on with me personally then you know i open a mythological book or something and i can see that uh, there were other people that went through this same experience or this mm. same process or that there is even something uh, archetypal in this process so and uh, this is an ancient uh, somehow approach mm -hmm. uh, when it helps us when we, when we are going through something through a specific challenge it helps us knowing that other people went through this uh, same process somehow. back through history even. back through history exactly right. yeah yeah and yeah. it has in and it has been uh we we know that it has been uh somehow uh used yeah since mm. you know mm. in in ancient times so and but what 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 happens is that aha uh -huh, i'm capable of course as you said alan to objectify something that is going on to demystify or even to deconstruct to see it somehow from a different uh, point of view or different perspective mm -hmm. uh, this same uh, switch or change uh, is is needed also in in creating art uh, art is being created from a point of view of a, of a viewer yeah uh, it's uh, it's not uh, art is not expressing oneself just the opposite is 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 impressing the world so to understand that actually we are creating from the point of view of a receiver so i will give you a simple example um, 
the the kids when they want to create a performance uh, in the living room they say oh go 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 out go out go out and they uh, they are excited with the idea of what effect uh, their performance will have on people when they go and then we'll do this and they will be surprised and this and this and this and this and this so there is this the the vision and the idea of how this will affect a, a, a viewer a reader or listener you know uh, this is stimulating somehow yeah and so uh, uh, and in in there is this paradox you know uh, I'm many times I mentioned Tolstoy can you imagine Tolstoy writing you know his his uh, abundant uh, work of art uh, not knowing how a reader will read it it's just impossible so you 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 have to somehow enjoy in the very act of creating it you enjoy the perception of this work yeah, yeah. got it that you are a composer you are listening to the music excited about the music while you are you are listening it while you are composing it you are reading the book while you are writing it you, you are enjoying it while you are writing it and it is the same creating a performance and it is the same actually uh with acting yeah it is the same with acting and this doesn't have anything to do with this self-observation which can be uh, then which can lead into some kind of inhibitions or you know or uh yeah it's, it's not uh, this is not uh, this uh, it's not self-awareness it's uh, it's it's the awareness yeah but it, it just this this takes me back to what you said earlier on that in, in all of these creative directions you're talking about uh, i suppose in my own experience and, and and from what i hear from other people the, the distance of time that not well not the the the, the detachment of time um you know, looking back on work, in the process of writing, you can have a certain feeling about what's going on in the writing, and you're writing it sentence by sentence. And you, you know, you may, at the end of a couple of days, step back and look at the work that you've done and go, oh, it works, or it doesn't work, or I can see that I've written too much here, or too little there, or whatever. But then, you know, a year down the line, if you put something to one side, and you don't do anything with it, and you look back on it, you're looking back on it with a completely different perspective. And, you know, seeing myself on film, when you see yourself, some actors never look at themselves in film, but, you know, if you look back a couple of years later, you can look back and go, ah, oh, that's where I was in that, in that moment. But when you're in that moment, you're not, you, you can't feel it. I'm not really sure a hundred percent which direction I'm going on in this, in this reflection, but it, I, I think I get what you're saying is, is what I'm saying really. In the, in so there, there's a, uh, another way to put it so spontaneity because you opened this this talk with uh, the term spontaneity and spontaneity uh, is sometimes uh, associated with with kind of a something amorphous you know something imp impulsive and so on but actually actually only a structured person a structured personality is capable of being uh, spontaneous so the person structured means that dif that there is a differentiation so when things are different so this means many different points of view so th this means that it's not just one box or just you know it's not just black and white 
So with this capacity of, with a person who, who is capable of playing many different roles, taking many different perspectives, differentiate um, psychologically, you know, uh, very different aspects of oneself, is capable of being spontaneous. So, in other words, spontaneity goes together with structure. And this, for me, it was absolutely illuminating. Yeah. So a person who who is not um, uh, for different reason is not structured somehow. Yeah, mm -hmm. cannot be spontaneous. Cannot be truly spontaneous. I'm curious about this because if, if I confess it fully, I'm not 100% getting the concept of unless you are structured. Uh, you know, an unstructured person cannot be spontaneous, and a you have to have structure in order to be spontaneous. Can you can you unpack that a little bit more for me? Because I'm not sure I've got. I've got it. Moreno connected uh, health, uh, psychological health, to the capacity of playing many different roles. So many different social roles, of course, the capacity of being a father or being a, a friend or a lover or a student, a teacher or a citizen and so on, but also, also psychological roles somehow. So there, there are somehow my inner objects, if you want, or inner parts, uh, inner roles, uh, inner um, uh, capacities yeah, mm -hmm. that are developed. So the capacity to, to create the, the boundaries or the capacity to, um, I don't know, support or the capacity to persist or the capacity. So very different, very different capacities or functions or roles. Yeah. According very, to the circumstances, according to yeah. where you are, what you're, who you yeah. are. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's the capacity to to see things from very different uh, uh, perspectives. Yeah. And and so it's the capacity also of being in different places in the world, of positioning oneself in different uh, positions in a relation, or in a group, or 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 in a society. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, so play. So the capacity to play many roles, many different roles, is it makes the life more colorful, if you want. Mm. And he sometimes he so it's more playful. Mm -hmm. And in fact, uh, with the, with people who you uh, with playful people, or even maybe with wise people, if you want, sometimes you are surprised by their capacity to. To, to, to change the perspective or to position themselves in, a, in an unexpected uh, way. We can analyze our issues also from the perspective of being stuck in a specific role, and having issues, having problems with a, with a specific role uh, in our lives, or one or more roles. Yeah. So in, this is another way to, to talk about uh, a structured personality. So structured in, in the sense that uh, there is a, a differentiation. Yeah. With the, you know, when you are, uh, you are very young, things are not differentiated yet. You're yeah, it's, it's uh, interesting. Uh, and just uh, for your reference, Bill Moreno, he's talking is JL Moreno, the, the father of psychodrama. Um, okay. just so you're aware. Um, 
Yes, and, and Tommy, I just I, I would like to add to that because as you're speaking, I'm getting clarity about what it is you're saying, and um, to speak to the uh, about the child uh, and what Moreno had said about uh, being or well, being a child or being young or coming into the world was that um, uh, well we find ourselves through the roles that we play. Um, so it's through that structure that you're talking about that we end up finding our identity or continually revealing to ourselves who we are um, and it's in those boundaries that we draw between the roles and others that give us the capacity <clears throat> to be spontaneous meaning spontaneous meaning i'm going to do this role now i'm going to do that role now i'm going to do so we have much more roles to call upon in order to uh, so that we can be spontaneous it's just almost like hitting a, learning an instrument and and if you don't know it completely then you really can't play that note so you're not going to be truly spontaneous in, in your in your natural state yeah it's, it's not going to be a new response yeah moreno defined spontaneity as a new response to an old situation or to so it's uh it's a new response to an old pattern if you if, if you want and um so in order to have a new response to an old pattern there's this need what we we started with a need to 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 step out now to, or to have some detachment or distance now to to bring to this capacity of detachment or distance the level of spontaneity needs to be raised somehow uh, uh yeah the level of energy also yeah the, the warming up process the moreno this described his uh, understanding of the warming up process in life and in 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 creation and so it's the warming up process that brings the 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 capacity to 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 change the perspective to 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 be capable of jumping somehow uh to another place somehow see yeah. it differently no i really get that and i get it with my you know the thing with my clients that quite often emerges is the ability when a pattern is occurring when when you know the the tendency is patterns occur in life because of the client or because they you know because of the dynamic of that client's life and where they begin to develop is where they begin to to understand how that pattern develops and understand their response to it and then to be able to step back in that moment when it recurs and go, ah, this is, it, to put it in simple terms, this is what I was talking about in my therapy session. Here we are. And to be able to observe it with, sometimes I call it a second mind. You know, you, 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 you have a, one mind that that's falls into the, into the pattern of neuroplastic direction that, that, that it goes in. But then the second mind observes that and says, ah, here we are. I can watch myself being in this pattern now and maybe then it becomes and I don't have to respond in that way this yeah. time you know and that's that's a, a huge healing for for many people as far as I well in my own experience and as far as I know for for, for those people yeah. can you speak to um how you've incorporated uh, psychodrama into your theater directing there was this uh, 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 therapeutic aspect that that caught my interest there were so many things that i felt 
the theater lacks or the, the or art schools that lack so knowledge about groups about uh, group process about uh, also what uh, what an artist or what an actor goes through uh, which processes is going through uh, uh, in creating and so on and so i thought that we can learn so much mm-hmm. so this this learning by itself somehow changed me in uh, as a as a person and as an artist so uh, of course i started to apply then <clears throat> this knowledge or techniques uh, or theories uh, to the pedagogical work and to the creative work but not necessarily in this direct uh, way you know like okay now we are doing psychodrama is uh, there are so many processes in which we didn't do any psychodrama uh, but this doesn't mean that there is a that psychodrama didn't change somehow my understanding of what acting is and what a theater can be uh, what theater performance can be uh, so it helped me i think on on several levels on understanding something that i didn't understand really well of the processes that were that are involved uh and uh in and it helped me also creatively <clears throat> with my challenges as a as an artist uh, or uh or in helping others uh encountering their challenges in creative processes yeah that's an interesting point that you just made um that it helps you um with your own process as an artist uh, your creative process um can you speak more to that um and what were you able to realize with the power of your own, of, of psychodrama through your own experiences? What were you able to realize in your creative work? Oh, so many experiences. Uh, you know, there is a whole history. I, I think of uh, of my psychodramas and of, uh, of my 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 topics. If you want, I could make a long list of them. But I would say that mainly they something that first comes to my mind is this capacity to that actually of uh, what we started with so the 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 capacity to respond spontaneously to a to a specific situation to to do theater can be really challenging there are so many factors involved there are so many people involved somehow in this process there are so many it can be really deal really with complex processes and theater in my view is not just like okay now i will create a perfect plan and then you will have people doing it it doesn't work like that you create a life you create with live people and you create with life circumstances and if you want to create something really which which really has a meaning and power and somehow which yeah you you need to create in the here and now somehow. So, so in the midst of this, uh, let's say, let's say, challenging uh, situations, you could uh, respond to with with some old patterns, meaning you could, I don't know, give up or you know, give. When I'm giving up, it's not just you could. Uh, what does it mean give to give up? It's actually giving up, finding a. Uh, a creative response yeah so and this is uh, not something that someone can do 
instead of me i need to do it so i need to do it again and again and again and again so i need to do um, in a way a psychological start salto mortale you know uh, again and again if you know what i mean because i will i will i will be again and again by almost like by definition the creative process is like this is it leads you to something to an area which is unknown which is um, which is a uh, risky in a way and it's a question what i will do there what how i will respond to this how i what 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 will happen over there and uh, uh, will i be capable of doing something that in 20 years i will be happy and proud watching back that in the middle of these circumstances i was capable of responding in such a way or it will remain as something uh, as a regret you know that i didn't do something that i wasn't capable of responding in a certain way you know that i was and uh you help uh, facilitate that sorry you help facilitate that process for the actor is that no I, yeah no but now i'm talking really about myself oh, so okay. i need to go myself through this process i need to do something so when, when i finish the work uh the theater and when i drive home and when i arrive home i need to to do something with myself in order to to be capable of uh then then uh choosing something or you know proposing something or you know of proposing a, how are we going to compose it or how are we going to approach it what what are the the right. changes that we that we are going to make yeah and uh, otherwise you will just uh, produce predictable somehow results if you want you will be, you will be stuck in a box you will be you will just produce p predictable performances which cannot be truly inspiring yeah so how do you do that so i mean it's it's fascinating um in, so how do you get to that place with the actors where everyone or at least you are proud of the work you've done 20 years from now and you you've created something uh the, to the best of your ability in the moment is that is that what you're talking about yeah uh well uh i i don't think there is a recipe huh? it's not it would everything would be quite simple if you just say the what is the the secret of it uh, so it's, uh, uh, I think it's uh, creating a, a platform, a playground in which uh, everyone involved is ready to, uh, is ready to give with, with clear somehow agreements in a way, with clear boundaries. So a, a safe place in which people can be generous and can take risks and they don't and they are not afraid of being punished so there should be a a playground which is uh in a way a space of freedom uh and uh, there are ways of nourishing this or how to say cherishing this or how, how to say su supporting this yeah. um, and uh, and directing all, uh, this yeah and analyzing uh, the the processes that we we all need to do something that would bring us some kind of meaning 
So these processes, uh, yeah, they are oriented into the creation. I think this is really good. So there is a need to listen somehow, I think, to, to what people are creating and uh, where people could develop and where, uh, yeah, there, there's a need to listen to so many things. And then how to bring all this into a creation, yeah, into a creation that that is uh, a creation of everyone involved. This is a, I think it's a beautiful challenge. It's it's beautiful when you uh, when we've created uh, performances that are that we consider changed uh, us as as. as as human beings and as artists and and uh, and that you have no doubts that this is uh, bringing some meaning also to people who uh, who come to see it and yeah it is it's a very um in uh, empowering um process uh for the actors and as well i can imagine it's for you too i'm just curious about you now more so, even more specifically, uh, about what drew you to this process and why you're working with actors in this way. The work on oneself are personal challenges, which cannot be solved with pure artistic techniques on one hand. And on the other hand, they cannot be really solved with psychotherapists who don't know what the artistic process is about. So many times people are somehow find themselves in between somehow. It's not something that you would go to the psychotherapist to resolve. And on the other hand, is it is something that is ignored in the artistic world or in, arti in art schools. Because it's like just, okay, you deal with it how you will deal with it, you know? It's this, uh, this professionalization, you know? So we are professionals, so we are not dealing with personal stuff the true artistic challenge is the challenge of which is a per, is a personal challenge every time it cannot be not personal and so the question is what you do there when you are an obstacle to a, to a creation yeah yeah uh, tommy thank you so much for joining us it was so exciting yeah thank you alan thank you bill it was uh, it was very nice it was playful to talk to you both. Thank you, Tommy. Yeah, fascinating. Great to meet you. Really interesting to meet you. If you've been inspired or moved by what you've heard on today's podcast, I invite you to visit our website, artistsindepth.com. There you can sign up for podcast reminders, get in touch with us through email, or connect with other like-minded artists by sharing your thoughts on our blog and joining our community and finding out more about our initiatives. It's free and it's rewarding. Until next time. This episode of Artists in Depth is sponsored by Equity Showcase in Toronto, Canada. Embracing all artists by developing, uniting, advocating, and empowering the arts community. Visit equityshowcase.ca to discover all their initiatives. This episode is also sponsored by ACES, supporting actors in developing characters for trauma-based narratives, prioritizing creativity and well-being. Take your craft to a new level. Visit ACES for Actors and book a free, no-obligation consultation.